trying to, if you can understand what I'm trying to do, little bro, I'm trying to give you that vibe, you understand? Perfection comes with time, man. So special, special. This shit like... Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of My Brothers and Me. I'm your host, J-Ron, and today I have my brother from another mother, Mr. Jason Moore. One more time, it's me. <laughs> and then I got my other brother, man. Everybody knows him as Earl, but there was another Earl. <laughs> Mr. Earl. Go ahead, man. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> and then I, I got my actual brother, Mr. Joe Hansen, a.k.a. Joshua. Yo, what's up? Yeah, man. So uh, originally when I started uh, My Brothers and Me and everything, uh, Earl was one of the first people that was on, but we never went ahead and released that podcast. So I'm glad that my brother did come back to officially do a podcast with us so we can get it recorded and put it out. So, uh, man, thank you, Earl. Make sure you're always talking into the mic, bro. Everybody already know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So, what's been going on this week, man? How's everybody been doing? Man, it's been a lot been going on. You know, we had four twenty. I don't know for all the smokers. All the smokers, four twenty nah, was cool. just yeah, a couple couple days ago. I was high. Yeah, yeah. So a couple days ago, I was high. That was a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I ain't really, I don't smoke, man. I can't smoke because you know when you're a semi truck driver. You know what I mean? They always check you. That DOT pull you over. You dirty or you refuse. There's your license. Quick. Yeah, man. So, uh, bro, man, how your hip been? Man, my hip been good, actually, man. You know, I'm starting to uh, put a little oil on in, and it's starting to rotate a little bit better. <laughs> like a tin man. Hey, he out here walking like he a lone, lone ranger, man. Like he got the saddle <laughs> popping his hips over. That's what I thought. I thought you had the pistol on you. No, 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 no. I thought he was like, I'm like, no, ain't good. It's the hip. It's the hip. <laughs> yeah, man. Mr. Uh, Jason, man, what's been going on with you, man? Uh man, I took a break off from the second job, man. Yeah, man, um, everybody needs a break. Yeah, I had to, you know, clean up my house a little bit. Let the wife know I'm still there instead of being always at work. Right, right. Important. Yeah. But, uh, no, not the norm, just the usual. Yeah. Talking to kids and, you know, threatening them, as always. <laughs> man, the man. <laughs> you always got to threaten your kids, man. You got to stay on top of them, man, because if you don't... Don't do it, man. They'll go ahead and do something crazy, man. It just be, it be one of them things, and that's one of the things me and uh, Alicia ended up having to go through this week, man. You know, my son, he's been having these uh, little behavior problems at school, which isn't you know out of the norm for having a, a boy. You know what I mean? Because as boys, we always get in trouble in school, especially when you're dealing with people that don't look like you. They always. Everything we do, it always pop out as, you know, uh, he's acting up. He's, he's doing aggressive. This. Yeah. See, that was one of the things that the uh, teacher had said, you know, when she talked to me and my wife over the phone. And that's one of those trigger words. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, your son is, uh, he's starting to become aggressive every time I, I talk to him or say something to him. So then uh, I ended up saying something as his father. I really don't try to get too much into the school thing. Due to the fact I let my wife handle it, she's big on the education. But when it comes to like, all right, man, you know, discipline, that's my role. I got to make sure I'm I'm upfront. So when it came to my son, he ended up having these situations where 
the teacher would call him out in front of the class and kind of embarrass him. Or she would go ahead and ask some questions like, why are you doing this and that instead of asking us? You know what I mean? With the pandemic and always having to go ahead and drop him off at certain times and disrupts his class. So I was kind of irritated that she would bring this to my son's attention and not to ours. So I said, okay, you know, I want to check her on that. I want to say something to her about that. So then when this last situation happened, she just been on my son. So I pulled my son to the side and said, listen, son, mommy has given me to go. I can go ahead and say what I want to say to this teacher. Ooh, green light. But if I do this, I need you to have my back 100%. I need you to make sure that you're not saying nothing to this teacher. Don't do anything out of the norm because the minute that you do, she's going to have more ammunition to go ahead. And it's yeah. your son, your son, your son. So when it, I talked to the teacher, she, I, I, I led her to the question that I wanted to go ahead and open up the conversation. She was like, your son is becoming so aggressive. I said, oh, ma'am, when you say my son is aggressive, do you feel like he's defending himself? Yes, he's very argumentative. I said, now, as a father, I have to ask myself this question. Is it my son who's misbehaving because he doesn't like the teacher or is he misbehaving because he doesn't feel like he's protected in the classroom? And she says, well, what do you mean by that? I said, well, what I mean is he could not like, not like you and you're doing everything for him. He just don't like you. You know, that's one thing. But when he feels like he's not being protected in the classroom, that's something different. So my son views you as a bully. Pretty much. And when I use the word bully, she says, wait, what? I said, yes, you are a bully. So now as his father, I have sat back and I haven't said anything. It's a month and a half left of school. I was going to let it go. But since you opened the door, let's talk about this. You're a bully. You brought this up. You shouldn't have. You said this. You shouldn't have. And he feels like this. So now he's aggressive towards you because he feels like he has to defend himself from you. Well, no, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I don't want him to feel like this. I don't, I don't. Well, let me ask you now. Do I talk to you or do I talk to the principal? Well, we, we could talk about it right now, right now. Everything was right now. But this lady had been putting me and Leisha off for a while before. But then once dad jumped in, I'm like, oh, hell no. It's, it's go time. Yeah. Yeah. But then when she started bringing stuff up, it was facts. And I was like, okay, you have a lot of facts. But I also have facts on you. I'll make yeah. sure I control my son, but I'm putting you on notice that, yo, you do something, I'm on your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you got to watch it, though, man. I had the same experience with my son. Like, he went from one school that was, I guess you say, like, public school. Went to a private school. And the thing is, when they had him in the public school, he, they put him under IEP. Yeah. So they said he had a behavior IEP and an academic IEP. But then when I put him in the private school, but because they taught at a higher level, he had to catch up to them. Yeah. So because my son liked being first and stuff, he liked being the smartest, like getting done first. Oh, I know the answer. So he started acting out. Teacher like, oh, well, there's problem with this, problem with that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, saying that, well, I'm going to email you what's going on. He noticed this. He noticed that. So I let my wife handle it. You know, stuff's going back and forth. But until I stepped in, I was like, okay, let me really see what's going on. Let me see what's going on in the classroom. So I said, hey, I'm off on this day. Can I come sit in your classroom? Oh, yeah, no problem. Sat in the classroom, seeing how stuff was going on. I said, well, do you notice my son's a lot different than the rest of these kids around here? Like, he's also coming in the middle of a school year. 
you guys teach on a totally different level. So there's things that he don't know, but you don't understand that you have to teach a little bit different to him until he catches up. So I actually sat back with her during her lunch period and I talked to her. I was like, well, so do you know what they was teaching at the other school? No. Did you bother to ask? No. I'm like, y'all using computers in the third grade, typing out paperwork and printing it out when at his old school, they was writing stuff down, pen and pencil. Like they wasn't doing it. Then he's not used to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's not used to using a netbook in the classroom. That's why. I mean, we're in a digital age. Digital so. age. But but now that I talked to her and said, "Well, listen, my son don't respond to oh stop one two three. Mm-hmm. He responds to hey get it together. You trying to grow up? We're gonna move forward. That's why I treat him. I don't baby him at all. I treat him like he older than what he is. So that way he knows. So when he acts out, hey, get yourself together. Let's go on. We're going to move forward. Yeah. Ever since I told her that, oh, he's a good student. He listens. I do what you told me to do. Mm-hmm. I have no problem out of him. IP for behavior is gone. All right. So do you feel like as a father, you have to go ahead and, and make sure you're always stepping in? No, I think with the schools, because they always see that single mother thing, mm-hmm. that when you show that male presence, it's like, okay, I can't just pop off and say what I want to because I got to think about it. Like, he... He got two parents, like, that actually cares about his livelihood, his schooling, his, you know, knowledge and stuff like that. So let me let me kind of redirect it or just tell him, like, listen, my son ain't like your son, ain't like the rest of these kids. Maybe he learned different. He might learn yeah. quicker because I was a class clown in school. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I, I knew the work. I would get done with it. All right, let me go. Let me go mess this little girl real quick, get in trouble. So my dad stepped in, was like, hey, you better get it together. All right, so do you feel like you just teaching him not to be himself? around those hours or do you feel like you are just explaining to a lady hey he's just different i feel like i'm teaching him how to actually be treated how he wants to be seen like because he's always seen like the cute little small kid oh yeah he's cute he's precious this is that but he wants to be treated like he's older like don't treat me like no baby cool don't act like one yeah don't get him a reason to down talk you and to think of you as less than what you really are i mean you yeah. smart so let them see that you smart so if they know you smart, they're gonna test you. Yeah. So because they see what what they what kind of triggers you got, they're like, okay, well I know he don't like being talked to down about this, so I'm gonna try to see if it triggers anything in them. But you gotta think mm-hmm. about it, like, okay, maybe they trying to test me. Let me see. Yeah. Let me not go that route. Let me let me sit back and see if I can go a different way with it. Me for one, I do. I I teach my son to be different in school because it's like it's like a job. Yeah. You can't be who you want at work. Can't tell your boss no. Yeah. So are we programming them to be workers, or are we? Do we want them to be better than workers? I, for one, am programming my son to be multifaceted. Like, there's mm. a time for that play shit. Then there's a time. There's a time for the school. There's a time for football, soccer, talking to your elders. There's a time for everything. I don't think it's. I. It is programming, but it's a good programming. I mean. You know, that that's one of the things that me and my wife had to revisit. You know what I mean? The whole thing about programming. Because if you look at it now, you're almost all about work. And then when you get off, you really don't have time to be who you are. Which is why, you know, I kind of created this podcast where we can still have that camaraderie. Because yeah. unless you go into a bar or a church or something like that, you really don't get to see a lot of your brothers that you grew up with and stuff like True. that. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't see them in a good home atmosphere like we like I'm trying to build right now. You know, so I kind of don't want to program my son to be obedient to everybody. I feel like he should question 
people who are in authority. You know what I mean? Well, it's obedient to where you need to be obedient to. You're not going to go in church and be like, Deacon Jones, fuck you because I don't like you. Right. You're going to teach him, I don't like you, but there's a way to say it. There's a way to go about it. I I see it not as being obedient. I see it as being adaptive. If you can adapt to your surroundings, you can survive anywhere. Yeah, code switching. I know you know about code switching. Yeah, we all code switch, but I feel like, man, we as black men have to code switch so much that we lose ourselves in the whole process. We can. We can. We can, but. Like we can True. adapt to adapt anything. to any situation. But who are you at the end of the day? Earl why do you always? But why do you always have to code switch? Because you have to, bro. You have to, to to. Okay, tell me, you're a trucker, right? Yeah. Go ahead and tell your don't code switch around the people. That you As a trucker, with. bro, they really don't code switch. Well, because they is is. It's on the road. Now, go to your manufacturer, the person you go get your loads from. And those dudes don't cold switch. It's Man. different. Okay, well, look. See, no, it's it's different for you because all right, right, see, I drive you're for different. You in a union driving for a different person. I see me. I'm super fast at my job. I can't yeah. tell people, hey, you fucking up at work. Get right. it together. I'm going to fire you. I can't do that. Because you then, don't own it. Right. I don't own it. But then again, I'm talking to another man. So when I talk to them, I'm like, look, I'm letting you know this is what it is. But if I talk to them, it's like, oh, well, this dude talking down to me. So they're going to file a grievance mm-hmm. because now it's messing up my livelihood. So now you're trying to take my money away from me for taking care of my family. So in that situation, you got to cold switch. All right. Yeah. This this is how I see it, man. You ever notice that when you get uh, go to a job, you got that old worker that's sitting there, that old black man, mm-hmm. and he ain't cold switching for nobody. He telling everybody how he feel when he mm-hmm. feel that way. And that's but, why this nigga is still in the same position at 10 thank years. Thank you. Still this nigga's at my job not doing shit with his fucking life. And get I'm on the dive team. I'm the welder. And I just started last year. You know why? It ain't, oh, thank you, sir, uh, sucking dick and all that shit. No, you are, look, all right, I'm going in. I'm playing dumb because I can. I'm learning how to do. I'm not a, I can put y'all lights in now. Oh, word? Because I played dumb. Not played dumb, but it's like, oh, how did you do that? Oh, how did you do that, sir? Yeah, these are old military niggas. They want to hear that. They respect. want their ego they stroke. Want their respect. Yeah, well, of course. Well, I ain't stroking no grown man's ego now. And that's what but I'm not doing. In reality, it, 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 it is. In a sense, it is. But I don't own that job. Right. But you, you don't, don't own the job. You, but okay. But after a while, if you get good enough, you can go do what you want to do after under your while. own. But you got to cold switch to get there, though. You got to start somewhere. You gotta start. You, got to. you gotta. When you're a trainer, you was driving with your trainer. You didn't tell him where to go or what to do. When he got off the truck, I did. When, when he did what? <laughs> when he did what? <laughs> no, I, I get what you said. I get what you said, bro. But <laughs> when he leave, I do what I want. <laughs> yeah, you know. But that's what I'm saying, man. Fine. When it comes to these teachers, these jobs, these yeah. bosses, we teaching our kids to code switch at a young age, and sometimes. They don't understand that. You know what I mean? Like, if you, as a teacher, are trying to belittle me, and I can understand what you're doing, but I don't have the uh, vocabulary to articulate what I want to say to you. Like, look, uh, do you really think you should be doing that? Well, if I'm done with my work, well, are you really? We need you to keep working. Well, wait a minute. You know what I mean? that's That's when you, as a parent, say, shut the fuck up. Come tell me. Right. Your teacher getting smart with you? Shut right. the fuck up. Come, Come tell, tell me. me. And that's gonna, why, that's why when I told him, I said, hey, listen, man, when I go to bat for you, she's mm-hmm. going to try these things mm-hmm. because, and it's, it's wild, man. 
when we were kids, we always felt like we were alone in that, that whole process. But our Hell parents yeah. understood, and it kind of hurt that they didn't validate us back then. Mm-hmm. They just taught us, hey, man, shut up. That she in class. She's stay in an the adult. Kid's place. Yeah, stay in the kid's <laughs> place. Right. But as you start to get older and you start thinking about it, like, look, man, I don't want you to have to cold switch all the time. I don't want you to have to feel like you're not yourself, but I do want you to understand how to, like you said, navigate through these rules that these people have placed before you. Because if you don't follow them, they have a system set up where they're going to put you in it and fail. Exactly. Like with that IEP. IEP. Yeah. But because I talked to my son, though, now he's navigating through the rules. But like I said, you navigate through the rules until you can set your own rules. And but you and you also then look at your son's uh, his behavioral right. disorder as a, a weakness. No, it's not a weakness because I know my son. He's smart, mm-hmm. and because I know my son is smart, and once he is around you for like a day or two, he'll figure you out real quick. See, kids so, are all smart like and, that, and he mm-hmm. knows. Oh, if you think I'm cute, you let me do one little thing. Now I'm gonna take it one step, one step, one step, one step. Mm-hmm. But if I come in the room, like even my son was in kindergarten. He would act a fool because he knew they couldn't do nothing. Uh-huh. They would take him to the principal's office. He would scream at the top of his lungs. They would literally call me on speakerphone, and I would pick up, and I'd say, dude, breathe, calm down. Within three seconds, he'd be quiet. Yeah. Just like night and day. I wouldn't have to go nowhere or nothing because he understood. As long as he heard me, I knew what was going on. I'd be like, listen, relax. Wait till you get out of school. Calm down. I got you. Yeah. And that's even to like right now. If he's somewhere where I'm not there and I don't, I'm not in his presence, somebody can call me. And if they call me, he already know. Relax, breathe. It's yeah. there's other ways of getting around that situation. Yeah. And a lot of us are are able to do what our parents we were able to be what our parents couldn't be. And yeah. Not that stay in the child's place shit. Like, well, child, tell me what's going on. So we can do what we need to do instead of this adult was talking crazy to me. Now I have to stay in a child's place and be quiet and not say nothing. But right. No, this ain't the time. We, every, I'm sure everybody here teaching their kids to be vocal. Yeah. Now, vocal, super vocal. Your son is the one of the most vocal <laughs> kids I've ever seen now. <laughs> your son is a young, he'll go around calling grown men young bull. No, 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 no. He's well, not so, that crazy. Unless he knows you. Unless he's with you. Unless he knows you. Th- that's what I'm saying. Talk to you. If you don't hear him talk to you like that, you're like, really. this sweet kid. Yeah, but I was respect- just a mature kid. That's yeah. all that is. But he, like like his son, he know, that he know who he can try and he know who he can't. If you start exactly. off talking shit to him, he going to talk shit back. Right, right, If you right, say, right. oh, you got a big head, he going to give you a dozen just like me and you yeah. would. Right, but now when it comes to... You know, look, I'm an adult. You're a child. There's the line. I let my son cuss at home. I let him speak freely to me. But he knows I'll kick his ass if if you want some bullshit. And it's not like kid bullshit. Like, come on, dog. Now, you know you're supposed to do your chores. You didn't do your chores, you don't get no money. You don't right. get your allowance. Your green light card is mine now. So right, right, give right. me that. Give me, I don't take PlayStation. I'm not doing all that. Why? I'm taking, why? I bought it for you. Fuck am I taking away from you? I'm going to take what you even love more, going outside. Right. Every I'm not going to take material from you. It's material. He knows I got enough money to go get another one. Mm. If I can, I smash shit in my house. So if I smash it, he going to look at me like, Dad, you, you, you dumb. You smashing something you bought. And he said that. I couldn't whoop him for that. But now it's like, hmm. 
let's get creative. That's what we do now. We're going to get creative now. But, but I don't whoop you. That's like you did with, with the games. Like with my son. I took his phone and mm-hmm. his PlayStation controller. He couldn't get to it. Couldn't touch it. But mm-hmm. he don't have no green dot, no green dot card, so that, that don't matter to him. I took what was exactly. valuable to him. Mm-hmm. So when I took that, that boy, boo-hoo, cried like I oh, beat him down. man. I said, Don, you can't go downstairs and play with your friends. Man, you would have swore I whooped his ass for three hours. <laughs> but then I'm like, Adonis, <laughs> give me that phone, is. give me that PlayStation, give me your debit card. Yeah. Okay. That's your debit card. So your, your boy's got a debit card? Yeah, yeah my, debit my son card. got a debit card. Shit, I have to control his money. It's a green light card. It, you teach you how to invest in stock. <clears throat> it teach you all that stuff. Yeah. How to manage and balance your account. I told him I'll match whatever he saved because my parents didn't teach me that shit. They, didn't, they taught me shoebox. Mm. Throw that twenty dollars in the shoebox. Put it under the bed. That's that red man right there. Boy. Yeah. Now I was broke as shit in my adult life <laughs> right, right, with right. that thought process. I got, $100, like, man. I got to call the homies, yo. Can I get twenty dollars, bro? Because there was no the shoebox shit is for emergencies. Yeah. But what about my car go down? Can I call an Uber? Can I call a Lyft? Now, so now he he's getting that. He's understanding and that all of that shit translates to. When you go to school, when you sleeping over somebody else, else house is that discipline that my dad, I use my dad as an example. He's my dad. So Adonis doesn't like certain things he do. So it's not, hey, pop, pop, fuck out of here with that talking shit. I don't like when you talk so much. Adonis, like you said, navigate, find ways. Pop, pop, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> mm. Papa, my dad calling me on my phone, or my mom calling me, and it's not a lie, but it's like a diversion because my dad's old. He's just talking and shit, so it's right. like now he he has discretion. Now there's a, a situation with a, a weirdo pervert dude outside my apartment. Mm. Adonis is friendly. He talked to that dude for less than five seconds. I look out the window. I see Adonis dicking it. He out. He running, and I'm like, Adonis, what, what you running from? He's like, Oh, that guy was weird. I'm like, cool. Bingo. Get away from that then. I'm so cool is that, that something that you teach him or is that something that he knows? A little bit of both. I taught him to use discretion. Like, How do you teach a kid to really use discretion at a young age? You know what I mean? Real life shit. Go with the gut feeling, man. Yeah, real life stuff. Yeah, but all kids don't don't uh, pick up that, that type of mentality until maybe later. It's us. You got to teach it. It's us. Or at least show it. Right, right. He see me making decisions, or he see me out, and people wanted to start fights and stuff like that. He see me walk away. Damn, why you ain't do this for what? So now, if I kick his ass, he remember my face. He know I got a son. Now he coming for us. I'm not, you know. He he going. It's easy to find me here. So right, it's right, like right. I would rather just look, bro. You got it. I'm gonna walk away. And now he doesn't look at me as a punk or a pussy for walking away from a fight. He looks at me as a smarter person, like, okay, yeah, we got guns, we got knives, we got all of this, but what about after all of that? So it's like discretion. It's the same thing with talking to people. Like, like I, I do like what you said about, like, being programmed, but we have to. We got to, because guess what? Now, let, let my son be in the friendly guy he is, and I look this guy up. He's a, a registered sex offender. Let my son be friendly, friendly guy. He could have been raped up or something. I hate to wish that on him, but it's like you're right, man. You're right. It's real out here, and it he my sit, my kid comes from the city, so we see crackheads and 
body snatchers and all of that, and, and he sees all that. So his reality is a little bit different than kids that grew up out here. Like me, me even. Like, we ain't seen no white, black racism coming up like that too much, unless you went to Wilmington or Elwood. Exactly. But he, he don't like white people. <laughs> right. He doesn't. I cannot convince him otherwise because of what he sees. Hey, you can't you can't get away from the harsh reality yeah. of what the what's going on in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody likes to scream Black Lives Matter, but mm-hmm. they'll show you what their real intentions are. Yeah. When things are going that that direction, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So hey, I gotta commend you on that, man. I know you raising your kids are a lot different than what I'm doing. Maybe Jason, maybe Josh, but it's something that we all going yeah. through. And it all work. Whatever you do for your kid works for you. Right, I, right, you can't do what I do. I can't do. I definitely can't do what y'all do. Right, right. My son will run all over me. I don't even know what y'all do, but he, I know if I went any other way, my son would run over me because I'm soft a little bit. Because I don't beat him. Listen, I don't. I don't like beating my son. That's something I. I really try to stay away from. Yeah. But it be. It'll be times where I'll be like, dude, I should choke slam you. Yeah. Like, WWF comes yeah. back into my mind. Like, Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin, man. Yes, sir. Straight yeah. stunner. Yeah, they mouths are crazy. Yeah. Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the lights off with the lights flashing in the room. Yeah, man. So, outside of parenting, man, what else has been going on with you, Earl, man? Man, I'm I'm a biker boy now. <laughs> I swear I'm a biker boy. Like that? Going 40 miles per hour, doing I think I'm doing. You see my head, man. Ooh, 40? Oh, yeah. Oh man. I went 55 today. You knew in the game. How long you been riding? Since May. Oh, yeah, you knew in the game. So I'm a little bit addicted. Yeah, I you knew. I got two motorcycles. Yeah. So it's Ooh. like, man, like you said, I, I just broke out of that habit. Yeah. Going to work and shit. Going to work, come home, cook, clean, go to work, come home, cook, clean, be a dad, come home. Fuck that. All right, so that, that leads me into what uh, I really wanted to ask y'all, man. So, as men, man, we went to school, we started living our lives, we have kids. Like, what's y'all biggest fear in life? Biggest fear in life. It could be parenting, it could be anything, man. It could be a a own personal one. I think you eliminate a lot of that with self-realization. Where it's like, I'm not afraid to fail anymore. I'm not afraid to be a bad dad or not be active for my son because I see it. I thought you need a million dollars to be a good dad. Bro, we done sat at the park for hours and farted and ate bubble gum. And that was the best <laughs> day of this dude's life. I'm telling you. For real. And, and the little things like he liked playing catch. Right. He remembers that, but don't remember shit about Arizona. And mm. We spent thousands of dollars out there. He don't remember. He remembered the Grand Canyon, but that's free. Right. He remembers the free quality time, but it's like Fear is uh Now what's your own personal fear? I don't have none anymore. Really? Failure was a big one. Yeah. Failure was a big big one. Failure like money, uh being a good boyfriend, being a good dad, being a good brother, cousin, but it's like I'm not worried about that shit no more because why? Why <laughs> don't you just live, man? No, I still I still have feel uh fear of failure. Like with this podcast, you know what I mean? I, I I have a big vision for this podcast, and I got all my brothers coming in. And as y'all chip in and y'all see the idea and see what I'm going through, the fear becomes even bigger 
because I want so much for us to, to gain out of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I fear coming in one day like, yo, we done did 3,000 episodes and don't nobody like this, bro. But that don't mean that. But to do 3,000 episodes a lot, the biggest fear should probably be is even starting it. Yeah, I got over that fear. Right. So you got over the fear of starting it. So now you done started it. You're making progress. You're making footsteps. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're doing it, you're getting somewhere. You got to do what you want to do. What's your biggest fear? I'm like Earl. As I get older now, um, I don't I don't have too much fear at all. I think it's because you start to I start to see myself for who I am. Yeah. And uh, yeah, pretty much that's you see your fucking power. Like when you look in the mirror yeah. now, it's not like, bro. Like, I, I, mean, I feel y'all? like my my biggest fear. Is leaving a, leaving my son with nothing, and I'm not talking about material things. I'm talking with something to inspire him to go out way past the, I, I, anything I've ever went through. You know what I mean? Because it's not the money that you leave behind; it's the memories, it's the quality time, and it's the realization. Like, hey man, my dad was this. Now I got to go past this. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, where I went ahead and said, "If you show me a good man, I show you a failed son." No, if I if you show me a great man, I'll show you a failed son. But if you show me a mediocre man, I'll show you a great son. Hmm. You know That's what true. I mean? You, Kobe Bryant, even if he has sons, they would never be greater than him. You know what I mean? His dad hmm. was mediocre, and he became a greater person. You know what I mean? Michael Jordan, his sons never. Su- Surpass any of his uh, accolades, but, but that's because dad didn't put them up here. Dad, I never heard about shit. I never seen a baby in his arms at no press conference like that. Michael Jordan, Kobe, yeah, he got daughters though. I, I've never seen Michael Jordan. He come to what? What one of his sons went to North Carolina? Mm-hmm. He owns the fucking school. Like <laughs> they're sponsored by Jordan, so yeah, you gonna pull up. But I've never seen. Baby pictures or championships and Michael Jordan's son was in the locker room. I, I've never seen that, personal. So, like, like now, in the town, I'm not anybody here, but Adonis like, damn, you know a lot of people. Yeah, because I talk to people. I get out there. You're going to be greater than me. Networking. I was a mediocre, you know, I was already a football player and, and all of that shit, but like you said, but I think that if you're great at something, then you can teach somebody to be greater than you. I mean, that comes to, you know, Robert Greene and all his 48 Laws of Powers and shit, but... What do you mean by that? Never outshine the master. That's one of the, one of the laws. Yeah, that's earlier what you were saying earlier about... Never outshine the master, but you're not... Yeah. If you're teaching somebody, you're not outshining. Like, like you know your you know your daughter's better than this girl, this girl that she's racing against or whatever. Your daughter's not going to be like, yeah, I'm better than you. What you going to do? Yada, yada, yada. If your girl whooped that girl ass, she gonna come back up to her. Hey, good job. You know, just because of the people y'all are, like right. you don't have to boast or and, and none of that. That, but the, I don't. See, I never seen these great players bring their mediocre sons or whatever around. They never. Mm. They never taught them that culture to win culture. I'm winning. Why y'all need to win? I mean, I seen one so far. LeBron. LeBron. I was That's him. I, yeah. seen I only him. seen LeBron. Yeah. That's it. And I think his son going to be a dog when he yeah, gets into the league. Man. Yeah, his dog, his son is going to be a dog. Yeah. All right. Besides LeBron, I feel like the generation that comes after you, once you like a Michael Jordan, 
like you said, I'm winning what y'all need to win for. But that takes, I feel like that robs your kids of life. Hell yeah. Yeah. Because Hell yeah. you have to want to strive for something. Mm-hmm. And that's my fear of failing at this and failing at teaching him. Like my dad ended up here. I need to pick the ball up because I could go much further than he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your kids say, look, Adonis done said some shit. He was like, Dad, why are you not in the NFL? And at first, I'm, well, you know, the coaches didn't help us this and the coaches didn't help us that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done lying about that shit. Nigga, was, I didn't work you. hard enough. Yeah. I went you. to I had, I had, went to the camps. I had all the hottest equipment. I didn't go further. Okay, our coaches didn't promote us. My dad didn't do that part. Okay. I know how to use a computer. I know how to make phone calls. Why didn't I? So now he sees that, but he's not looking at me as a failure. He's looking at me as somebody, okay, you got here. Now I'm going to see that, and then you know dad how to get past this part, this plateau. Mm. So he don't see me as dad that did play football and didn't go to the NFL. He sees dad. He made it to this point. He's seen this. Now he can teach me how to get past that, and I can. That's why he's so fundamentally sound, because when I was working out in my bag, Mm -hmm. he was watching. He was watching. He was picking up, but it was never, bring your ass, son. Come on and run these routes. Nope. But what's the, I'm not a a Bible guy, but I know there's a scripture that says, um, lead your son in a way or something like that. I know I'm totally wrong, but it's something something like that in there, but I agree to that shit. There you go. Teach your child the way that you should go. Mm. I don't want him to go like I'm. I'm thank God I'm not you know just in the workforce and a has been ass dude. But it's like I got all the tools. Like we we had the best coaches, we had the best stuff at Joliet in any Joliet school system. In my opinion, we had we had good equipment, but I don't feel like we had the best coaches for us. Nah. Okay, the right. Are yeah. we had coaches? That were top dog coaches, but they were nothing like the other coaches that were working with us one on one. We had yeah. Coach Nix. Coach yeah. Nix, he would have made a lot of different changes that would have benefited. So I'm gonna t- tell you why I don't mean to cut you off. It's because the coaches that we did have were just coaches that was just in there to get another paycheck to me. A lot of them didn't relate to the kids. If you if you think about it, Joliet is a mi- minority city. You know what I'm saying? So a lot most of stars, too. Yeah, most of your players are going to be the 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 minority. minority. The best players are going to be the minority kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you got a kid that's coming from a, a troubled background, but he's good at something, and you got this coach that's just looking like coming in and can't relate to that kid, yeah. how can you sharpen his tool to be this great player, but you can't relate to him? So now – you, that player and that coach is butting heads because he might be acting out mm-hmm. or might be doing something and the coach just can't relate to it. He's like, man, the hell with you. Yeah, yeah, I got other kids to worry about, but them other kids is not like this kid. Yeah, and this kid is the great, the best player you got. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. So yeah. it kind of, in a way, kind of you know conflicts itself. And yeah, that's why I feel like, man, uh, we as men have to go out and mentor, and we have to be a part of that, man. We have to be fathers. We have to be vocal. I feel like not enough men become cheerleaders for their kids. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what I mean? I agree with yeah, that. that's what he was saying. That's why I don't want to coach. Early, yeah. I don't want to coach. Really? Why not? I played football since I was six years old. I have never sat on I always started for the most part. I have never got to watch the game. 
Not even at home. Yeah. Because I don't want to watch it at home. At home, I don't watch football. I no, watch I the watch Eagles it. here and there, but I, I've never watched. I'm not going to say never, but often I don't watch games all the way through. I don't either, man. Because it's, it's not boring, but it's like I did the shit. Yeah. I did it. like. So why wouldn't you want to coach? I want to watch. You watch it from the sideline. I can't line. take these kids. These kids got some fucked up lives, and I, I don't think I can take it. Really? What kids you mean? Kids getting left outside for practice for three hours after practice. Kids coming whose parents never show up. Why? Are, it's now. I come out there to volunteer. It's kids like, can we come over your house? Can we do this? No, little dude, go home. <laughs> practice is over. But then I gotta switch it and realize he don't have. What my son has That's stability at home. And that's love. It's not even love, just Love, stability, shit, and support. Yeah. A lot of kids don't have that. Okay. Now, you walked into something I've always been talking about. What me, Juwan, and a few others that we grew up with, we all had this camaraderie because our parents kept us together. Mm-hmm. We would always get in trouble. We was always spending the night at somebody's house. And I feel like a lot of us are losing that. You know what I mean? But if you look at the world now, it's a lot of crazy stuff going on behind door, closed doors that you kind of want to show to your kids from. Like, you don't know about the uncle that stay at, you know, uh, Coach Rick's house and he's a pedophile or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You just, it's so much you got to worry about to keeping your kids safe. Well, think about what our our parents probably had to do the same shit. But our parents were a little bit weak in in my eyes because I don't think I was as protected as I could have been. Why you say that? Dude, I was watching porno at eight. <laughs> you was a freaky <laughs> On boy. HBO, no. All I had to do was this. You still and real sex with super oh, HBO on night. Yeah. Hey, listen, we all see real yeah. sex. It wasn't as much as But it wasn't as much detail as it is now. Like now they be going full. Hey, it was an educational show. It's an educational show. We had to talk that porno talk already with my son. <laughs> Oh, he getting into it now. No, huh? it's not he getting into it. His friends were watching the shit. And he you know, came up on this it. This is how I know it wasn't him. P H O R N. Hub. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, at least he tried to, you know, he was sounding this shit out. Cause poof, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's like 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 you said, I'm not guarding him from shit. Okay, you looked at you seen some ass and titties? We're gonna talk about it. Now that opened up a whole can of worms because now we into what the WAP is and what. Oh. <laughs> man, your but kid is now, advanced, man. Advanced, bro. But he doesn't want to do that shit. I get what you said, like, but just to know it, bro, he like a like a I young Leon Phelps, him. man. He out here buying girls <laughs> fish sandwiches. I can't hide it from him though, <laughs> because if I hide it but from, but you him, can't hide it from the kids though, because all kids got phones. And, and I'm sure everybody been caught freaking or heard some noise. Yeah. Our kids all yeah. heard some noise, so I'm not going to say, oh, it was me and your mama wrestling. No, we're grown. We are in love. Going to pound town. She looks nice. Pound town. <laughs> you, you know daddy, daddy love him some booty. That's what it is. But he, now, butt. But now I'm teaching what my parents didn't teach. They didn't teach fucking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, consent. This is the thing, though. I'd rather him learn at home. You're right. Absolutely. I'd rather him learn at home because in Chicago, they're changing it where they're teaching them all types of different sex. Oh, and yeah. It's, it's, I feel like that's too young to be describing too young that. to be that broad. Right. It is. But if you're willing to go at a school and learn this, you might as well learn it from the best school you could learn, which is home. And fu- or 
learn from motherfucker old head our OGs like you and and the, the cats we was coming up with seeing y'all yeah. doing what y'all doing that misconstrued things for a lot of us too and then y'all saw us yeah. doing it so it was like from you to me to him and you you know y'all in the same grade or whatever yeah. but it's like you are right man it, it just yeah. keeps going but my parents if I went to my mom and be like mom I saw this girl today she looked real good I think I want to do it to her I probably got in trouble I would have got beat. I'd probably got in trouble or or yelled at or something. But Donna's has come to me and been like, Dad, I, I just got these feelings and I wake up and my, my stuff is hard. I'd be like, All right, but that's educational. Yeah. I yeah, turn yeah, it into yeah. education, all right. It's not a thing. It's called a erection. But sad to say, I had the same conversation already. A couple years back, my son. That's a good thing. Man, woke man. up stiffening that board, boy. I was like, oh. <laughs> he was crying. He was scared. I'm like, man, not. I'm like, man, not already, man. Yeah, it's happening. And so I, I had to break it down to him. I'm like, look, son, it's men and women are a little different. Mm-hmm. Let me let me break it down to you. What, what's going on? How old is your son? Man, just turned ten, December. Your son ten? No, Adonis is eight. Already at eight? Yeah. What you Bruh, feeding I had to them? break it down to Jordan at like seven or eight no, too. That's what his friends. Kids, the new kids, the new generation are are starting to evolve faster, way yeah. faster. The, the doctor was talking about you know my daughter. I'm not gonna say exactly. too much technology. Because, yeah, but and I'm like, whoa, she only she just turned ten. Usually girls start to develop yeah. our, at like around like twelve, 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 yeah. 12, 12, 12 13, thirteen. Even 14, losing teeth they, is early now, yeah, man. So now they they doing you losing much teeth faster. at four and five when you were supposed yeah. to losing them at eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's the steroids, man. <laughs> Bruh. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. It's, it's the it, steroids. It, it is. That's it, like my son. He was he was in the tub. I'll never forget it. He was in a tub one day. And he was just playing around the tub, acting like he's swimming. And my wife came in the room. Hey, your son got a uh, stiffer than a board in his tub. He rubbed his stuff across the bottom of the tub. I'm like, oh, man. Come on, son. Like, for real? Like, look. Just look. Yeah. You're making mama uncomfortable. You know yeah, and, I, and and that's a good a good point where it's like okay, now you know what it is, right? Now you know you can't just have that thing hanging out or poking out, exactly. Or try to keep keep your shit to yourself. If you touch it, I don't want to know <laughs> unless you need my help. What? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm saying unless you break it or. Right, you know, some crazy. shit you bleeding yeah, you or know. some shit. You right, know? right, right, right. right. Um, like, he like Mike from the Wood, uh, <laughs> from North Carolina. Yeah, it's crazy. That's how we did. That's like that's like my wife, man. I used to hate it for the longest time. She'd be like, "Son, put some lotion on." Cool. He putting lotion on his body. She like, "You got rub some lotion on your booty and do it." I'm like, "Look, he rubbing too much. Like, give yeah. him his arms, chest, the legs, the basics." I'm like, females do you know everywhere. Y'all can do all that. Yeah. I'm like he's a boy. He can't put lotion everywhere. Yeah, you can't. Because he put get the rubbing there. too yeah. much, and he started figuring out some stuff. And you stick. ain't gonna have no more lotion. You, you know different smells. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you gonna have no more lotion. I'm like let him do what he's doing. Get yeah. the knees. Hey man, I gotta elbows. put some more lotion on. Yeah, I you think know. I gotta go wash up again. Yeah, I'm like I'm feeling where, extra dirty. Where your socks yeah. go? You know? <laughs> Why are your socks hard? <laughs> you know, I'm like man, let let that boy do what he's doing. His knees down. Arm, shoulders, chest, cool. Everywhere yeah. else, it can be ashy. I don't care. Yeah, but and it, I think it saves me a lot of talks if it's just open. Yep. Open, you know, like I tell them, it's not about what you say, it's your tone. Don't come to me, yeah, dad, I like twerking ass girls. The fuck you mean? You're going to get popped. But if right, you say, right, right. dad, I don't know what it is, but I, I like the way the booty jiggles, we're going to talk about it. 
Why does mm. it jiggle? Why does it do this? What is it? What is it that's jiggling? We're going to get science. I, I would suggest y'all, Dr. Frankenstein's, um, he has a book. Dr. Frankenstein explodes the whole body. Mm. It's a picture book. Let him read it. Mm. Let him read it. Ask any questions. And then, you know, why you... Why do you feel read? like you get uncomfortable with talking to no. yourself? No. No. Yeah, okay, you so always been Earl. I got a quick question. Yeah, Follow me to no. cut you off. But what if you had a girl? Would you treat your girl the same way you treating your son right now? Absolutely. I would. Absolutely. I would be a little more open with my, with my daughter only because... I don't want her being like blindsided and like by some other dude spitting yeah. game. Like I would break down everything. That's how, and that's oh, how yeah. I am. I tell my I tell I'm my telling the secrets. Yeah, yeah, like everything. Kind of, like oh, I'm he said this. You he Derek Jackson, this. everybody, huh? <laughs> For my daughter, I'm Derek Jackson. Every hey, fucking life. You don't everybody. want that black boy. You don't want that <laughs> white boy. You don't, don't want him. <laughs> he got cooties. <laughs> well, I'm over here. Got the cooties. <laughs> giving Man. the cooties out and stuff. But it's no. I don't think I would change it. I'm telling my daughter everything. The only thing that would change is hygiene. Yeah, that's true. For, for women, is a lot different because you have to get in there. Men too. I teach. I teach them how to clean. Your balls can stink too. Your pH level in your body can be off. Your pee can stink. Your I tell my son that all the time. Smeg my your balls. dickhead if you don't wash up. <laughs> it's in there. It's a lot of stuff you can get. But my mom didn't. My mom taught me that. But she go go handle that. Go. go Go do, go do that thing. You musty. Yeah, yeah. Go, go, go it smell like outside. Ass. But why my why is my ass and balls? Why my balls smell different from my body, mom? Those are things you gotta educate, so he don't go to his homeboy like, "Yo, bro, my balls stink." <laughs> <laughs> and then now he getting teased from sophomore year all the way to uh, stinky balls, God, yeah, man. Stinky, stinky balls of Dallas and shit. Instead of his dad, like, look, son, you gonna have to, you know. Pull that shit up and, and scrub it with the with the gloves. We got gloves, some scrubbing gloves. So you, oh yeah, he ain't there yet, but I'm ready for that shit because it's uh, like I'm not hiding nothing from him. His underarms stink. Got you know he's starting. To, he's starting to. He's starting to like girls. Mm. So his height kind of girls change. Oh, his the girl he talked to now is 13. Bruh, I I had a situation. I explained yeah, to the fellas. 13. Him and his little buddy was on some app called the house party. Mm-hmm. And somehow, some nineteen-year-old girl Facetime my son's phone. Never seen him before, but so you know, my wife. We had a whole big explosion about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. even like last year, year, like the year before that, my son was riding on my uh, my mom's neighborhood. It's my son like girls with long hair. Uh-huh. He don't matter what race, long as I got long hair. He don't discriminate. Yeah, I don't know. So I got I got a video. You got on my a phone. little fetish. I got a video on my phone right my now. Son, of him riding riding his bike up and down the block with some girl with long hair. Mm-hmm. Whatever she wanted to do, he was doing it. Mm-hmm. He gave her a bike, was running behind her, sweating. I mean, sweating mm-hmm. bullets. I'm like, son, what you doing? Oh, she wanted to ride my bike. Play a look. Do not give all your stuff to some girl just because she got some long hair. But, bro, that that is a beautiful thing to keep chivalry alive. It is. You know, he's not thirsty. He gave a little girl his bike, and he run. That he, shows, he running. You know, you know what I'm saying? He's showing his... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm strong. Run, I'm fast. You know up, what I'm saying? But instead of like... Now, there's a difference between thirsty yeah. and... All right. Chivalry. All right, you talking about chivalry. There was this uh, one rapper who just went on. I can't think of his name. I wish I can go. I'm going to plug the clip in later on. But he's basically sitting there telling them, like, listen, man, chivalry is dead. I think I've seen that. I'm not, t- I'm not opening the door. I'm not coming to the door, ringing the doorbell to let you know I'm here. I'm going to text you. H-E-R-E. Here. here. Yeah, I've seen you that. Come man. downstairs. You open the door yourself, and you get in. 
Yeah. I'm not doing all this other stuff. He was like, chivalry is gone. It's been dead. It's for buried. Him? Yeah. For him, yeah, I'm still a smooth player. Yeah, for so him. So I still do my little chivalrous. But I think a lot of these dudes feel like chivalry is dead is because of what you see on TV. And the fathers. I was getting to fathers that. Fathers are dead. Fathers men have been fathers. men. Fathers have been dead, and they're killing them by the thousands every day. And it's not even, but I, that's, it's, it's, that's true. But it's our own people. We do this shit to ourselves. Uh, but it's that white shit. Or it's it's that a program. Black shit. It's a programming, bro. I really mm-hmm. believe it is. Like we can't sit here and talk about uh, masculinity and not have somebody get offended. Oh, you're, you're, you're. no. Listen, man. This is how the world works. You need a man to be a man. You need a man to figure out how to build stuff. Men are creators. But see, the problem is now this entitlement. A lot of these dudes want that shit but don't deserve it. Like they 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 want their wives to cook clean when they come home to flip flops at the door and or or some booty at the door. You going to work and you not even doing your provider job. You're not even doing your main job. You you study working but you leave you forget about at home. This is and it, and it becomes a vicious cycle because now the sons are seeing this. Like my dad just come home and my yeah, mom but do that, this. I don't think gotta do nothing. But I think that also comes back from way back in the day when majority of the women would stay at home. They were housewives, and most mm-hmm. men were coming home, and they were working twelve hour shifts. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, the depression hits. Now you out longer, and you too tired to even tend to your wife. Yeah, but fuck that. We ain't but, these ain't the old times. But I'm saying that's I get I get mad at that shit because I, it's personal. Why you say that? Because it's personal. It's like I know a lot of dudes who who want these accolades of being a man, but don't do man shit. They can't fix shit. They'd rather call somebody. Hey, I'm 100% with you on that, man. I feel like a lot of these dudes walk around with men title, yep. and they can't do stuff. I got can't homies. About it. And I, I, I hear their asses out all the time. Like, no, you can't come around me because you come to my house. You're going to see how we do it. And how we do it is my lady is she the boss a little bit. But she, my lady, don't be like, "Oh, you a bitch ass nigga," because I make ten thousand dollars more than you. No, I'm the man of the house. Why? Because I earned that shit. I didn't take it. Or, How do you earn being a man of the house? Um. Well, when you decide to take on that role as a provider, the as the head, the head, you they they you define, leave. They define follow. it. Define okay. it. Okay. So let's go with the traditional structure of husband wife. Right. Um. To me, women are gonna fo- they're gonna follow what is good. Mm-hmm. Well, we see drug dealers with a lot of money. They're gonna follow that shit. They're gonna follow somebody who's confident. I don't mean to cut you off, but, but it's just simple as just saying knowing how to be a leader. A they leader, be, a, a, a person like our, our our best way to put it. Some like I always say, a woman knows an alpha male, and that's mm-hmm. what most that's women what are attracted to. Mm-hmm. Are alpha male. So if you got that that significant alpha male trait. Women are going to be attracted to. They're going to smell what, that yeah, shit, and that's 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 what kind of solidifies you as a as a man as, as a man. So pretty much that's how I would sum it up. And but, but women women will attest that too. Like they'll they'll put you in different situations to see how you to yeah. see how you react to see if you are a true alpha male. Are you just out some here dude that claim the name? Yeah. Like it goes back, like you said. If if we going back, it goes back to these dudes. Yeah, they work. But these dudes was was still those dudes. Our grandfathers, they were they were hard nosed dudes. But they, I love the way that they work, provided. But I don't like the way that they love. And that's a part of being a man too. True. Like I kiss my son. I walk down the street and hold his hand. 
I tell them I love them in public. I don't, I don't love you, son. Fuck I'm that. Just, I'm the same way. Like, even right now to my dad. I can leave my house, my, my dad's house right now. Even right now, my dad, we've never expressed, oh, I love you, dad, or I love yeah. you, son. But mm-hmm. we just had that general respect. My son, I can be talking to him on the phone, FaceTime. Before he gets off, he be like, I love you, dad. I be like, all right, love you too, son. Same. My dad My dad was not like that. Even like, right now. My stepdad, the one that y'all know, he was not like that at all. So now when I'm older, it took me a while to let somebody fucking love me because it's like, no, nah, I don't need that. You know what, I man? That, I go no, through that. Good. I go through those challenges right now. When my son is bigger, he, you yeah. know what I mean? So I'll be like, look, son, man, I love you. I'll tell him I love him, you know what I mean? But sometimes I feel like I got to be tough on him because I want him to be tougher. Mm-hmm. Because I know as a man, you're going to have to be tough in this world. Yeah. And and it's just not like um, physically tough. You got to be able to, hey, man, stop crying. Stop letting people see you yeah. cry. You know what I mean? Wipe your face. That's what, that's what the being but adaptive see, is. Th- that goes to, to show again. Old heads told us not to fucking cry. I tell At my all. son, you go ahead and cry, motherfucker, but you better keep, you get hit too hard, you better get your ass up and cry while you, while you still operating. Don't, yeah. don't stop operating because you're crying. Right. Me, I, I still don't cry because I can't. It burns. So, <laughs> <laughs> it burns my face. So, I'm like, I'm not crying, but I can express my emotion. Yeah. My, my dad, I, all, all I seen was my dad go to work, like you said. Come home. I saw my mom cook dinner, uh, wash his clothes. Then at 10 o'clock, or he'll come to practice with us. He'll come run around or whatever at practice, then go to work. There was no fucking love in between that. Yo, good job, son. Fuck football. I want to know how to fucking put a condom on or some shit. I'm talking to girls. I see boobies. I want to know what those are. Mm. I needed that. Now, my son, he don't have to. He can look at ass and be desensitized like, Nice booty. All right. Because it's like he's not deprived of anything. We, I was deprived. That's why I was always hitting on somebody or playing football to the maximum or, I don't know, starting shit with people out in the streets because there was no, damn, I can go home and get a, a goddamn hug. I ain't got to go out here and show it a different way. I can go. Now, my son can go out here and love somebody else that's down because he got enough from mom and dad. Mm. I only got it from my mom, so I know how to love women. I don't know how to love men. Well, I didn't know how, but it's like, it's, it's gay. It's taboo to tell your brothers you love them. No. I tell my bros I love them and smack them on the butt. What? Yep. That's it. Like football. Nah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> no hut, hut over here. Pop, no no butt, butt. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But guess what? Ain't nobody gonna try me. Nobody's questioning if I'm straight or not. Nobody. But yeah, they understand but that I feel like they get it. you they, get they, it. You know Earl. If you know me, you know I'm gonna do some crazy shit. I'll give you a kiss on the cheek too. Nah, it's not gay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a difference. Listen. I'm not doing that to everybody. Anybody like? No, I get what you're saying. But, but like, I, mean, I, I see what you're like, saying. Like, like in a shit. Yeah. like in a playful mo- uh, yeah. moment and stuff like that. Yeah. You do some. You people do, some do stuff shit. like that. I have seen people do like some like you do some like your closest friend. You know he ain't mm-hmm. gay, so you would do some gay stuff. Yeah, but it's, I, 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 well, that's military kinda, shit yeah, too. You don't want to say gay stuff, but you would do some non-manly, yeah, some suspect stuff. And y'all laugh about it. But here you know, go that masculinity. Yeah, Can't nobody tell you what you like if you know what you like. Yeah. Can't nobody suggest that you like something if you know what the fuck you like. Or you know where your head is at. So that's why 
the masculinity part is fucked up because love is gay now to cer- certain people. All the mm, extra shit, that's people. just funny shit. The other shit I was talking about, that's funny shit. But telling your bro you love him, really genuinely feeling like, damn, bro, you, you, you hurt, you fucked up. Tell uh, me what's going on. All right, the reason why I, I'm kind of skeptical of doing that stuff is because a lot of the dudes we might have grew up with, they came out the closet and you'd be like, whoa, bro. That's still your bro. That's still your bro. No matter what. He can be gay as Christmas. That's yeah. still going to be I my had to bro. Ask, I, I, me and my friend, my best one of my best friends actually talked about that. I said, what if one of us was come out the closet? How would you feel? And we had to really think about it. We really yeah. sat there and thought about it. He was, he was like, man, you know what? I'm just like my best friend gay. That, you, you know, you come to the because you know this. This is your best is, friend. Either yeah. you or you know one dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him. Yeah. Never. I no. listen. I never seen it coming. I'll I'll text you, but I never. But I never seen it coming. Yeah. But guess what? Now, this person is with uh, a man, person. woman, shim, trans, transgender. Yeah. Yeah. Trans- now, now yeah, but he's, that's still my main man, Hunter Grand. I'm, I still check on him. I still, but he's not coming at me. He's not because, because he knows that you're not. Yeah, and it's out of respect. Yeah, it's out of respect. Look, yeah. I got friends of all different calibers mm-hmm. in that. You know what I mean? And I know where I am, and they know where I where I stand with that. And I know where they are, mm-hmm. so I don't disrespect them in that whole you know perspective of that. So I get what you're saying, yeah. but it's just shocking to be like, man, the whole time, like, it, yeah. I don't want to say like in your mind it becomes like uh, not a betrayal. I don't know what word to describe it. You know what I mean? Like we boys, and yeah. but then I, I guess you got to go ahead and take in consideration like you've been living this way, feeling this way. So how can I go ahead and fi- think about my feelings and not yours? Right, because go ahead, go ahead. but you got to think about it too. You got to think about how they feel like if they came out and told you like, "Yo, man, I'm feeling like I like like." Yeah. yeah, how how they probably think that you'll be like, man, oh man, I ain't messing with you no more. Then yeah. and the whole world know. Then next thing you know, the door closed on them, and then they in the dark by themselves because they yeah. didn't told you something and you didn't react to how they thought you would react. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now they friends, yeah, because we friends. So that's why a lot of them do hold that stuff inside and be like, man, yeah. you know, I don't, I want people to 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 love me. You know what I'm saying? Even though they live it, living this life. That you know they 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 understand that other people don't understand won't understand. Yeah. So I mean I get why people do that. Like they yeah. wait for a while to even come out. But right. I, like I said, I I had plenty of friends that you know when I was in high school, we knew like you can tell oh, like oh, yeah. like oh, I you, you, yeah. you but yeah. then I felt kind of embarrassed to be like I'm cool with dude because I didn't oh, want yeah. people to think that I was. <laughs> but after a while, I started to be like, man, no, I'm cool with dude. He ain't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He he know I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was comfortable with myself. I'm cool with dude. He yeah, he is. Yeah. We know he is. But I, he ain't, yeah. he don't be on that with people. See, but that's, that's that yeah. confidence, yeah. though. Yeah, like he don't be on that with people. And I'm I'm I was okay with telling people like I'm cool with him. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? It I'm took cool me a minute. Yeah, to you, but you have to learn yourself. Once you know yourself, mm-hmm. then it's a lot of stuff that you can and, be comfortable with. And you're with. straight, so you don't want to be yeah. I just don't want to be caught off guard Like say we out kicking it one day Right and like I don't drink But what if they get drunk and they just You know there's so much I want to tell That's a little bit That's a little bit immaturity That's a little bit of immaturity Cause what would you do if if a chick Did the same thing a chick? If a chick came at you and that you Totally platonic with You wouldn't be like 
ill bitch, get out of here. Oh, excuse me. You know, but you would be like, now come on, you you know we ain't on that. You know what type of time it is. Yeah, you with a with a dude, it'll be. It's different with like, a dude because bro, you. Bro. I don't yeah, know, bro, man. But then you you have to be flattered because now both sexes want you. I'm not flattered. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm not flattered. Hey, if you go to jail, would you consider that flattering? No. <laughs> but out here in this real world, if a, a alien oh, man wanted to think I'm handsome, right? That ain't my fucking problem. That, that you think I'm handsome, but you can't have me, man, woman, or alien. I don't care. But I'm not looking at it as a, a disrespect anymore. I did used to look at it disrespect because living in, like I said, living in the city. Yeah, living in the city. Yeah, you will not be aggressive with no gay people. You will, you will shut them down nicely because they will. I, I was on that shit. No, fuck out of here, dog. What you mean? <laughs> F- fuck you. Get out of here. They, ooh, feisty. I said, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. change, change your whole method up. Like they're going, they're going to jump me. Uh, my cookies. <laughs> hey, listen, man. <laughs> they, this, this, I'm telling you, I'm not. I was bigger than all, everybody in the car. They was small. They was weigh about one twenty. But he, ooh, feisty. I'm like, bro, man. I got hit on one time. And it changed my whole demeanor. Mm-hmm. I, I, it just, it scarred me, bro. I remember working at McDonald's one time, oh, right? Man. I ain't gonna tell this whole story, bro. This, <laughs> this scarred me, man. Right? I'm, I'm one of two dudes in there, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, this Mexican dude, he saw who the next customers were. So instead of, you know what I'm saying, coming out there with me, he's like, "Hey, man, I think there's somebody at the front," and I went out there and. Boy, was they flamboyant. Ooh. Ooh, look at this one. You cute. Can I help you, man? Uh, Yeah, you can get me almost, almost a little sprinkles uh-huh. on it. Oh, no, my brother. Yeah, right. But see, I, that's the line crossed, though. But he knew I was uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but he and his buddies really were trying to get at me, and I didn't, I didn't like it. You felt like a buster, didn't you? No, bro. I felt felt like a piece of meat. I felt scared. Yeah, like just like the chicks we used to try to get at all the homeboys. Damn, baby, what's up? What's up, baby? What's up? Okay, I feel you on that. These dudes were bigger than me. I'm 16 years old. I'm only what 180 pounds. Mm -hmm. These dudes was two something. One of them looked like they worked Mm -hmm. out. If I said his name, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. And him and his buddies. One was like a pre-drag queen or whatever. It was four of them. We worked at Red Lobster with one. I didn't work there, but I was always You know who it child, is. But yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. I thought you did work. But no, that's I was just all, I was just always <laughs> Yeah, you was there that much? Yeah. So a couple of them worked at Red Lobster, so I used to come in and just hang out and kick it with them. You know what I'm saying? You I remember who? I, yeah, yeah. You so remember I, dude? I know who you're talking about and everything, but yeah. It's, he used to say some wild shit, yeah. so I get, I, I, but I, I had to flip it. Okay, I'm Mr. Mac Daddy, Mr. Player. Get all the girls, but how? You got to game them, right? You got to make... Sometimes talking to girls is uncomfortable, especially when you're in pursuit. Mm. And then when they tell you no, all right, you know, we're not the type of dudes that be like, all right, whatever then, bitch, you ugly. But we... Damn. She smelled good. I'm coming with a different approach. Same way anybody else would. But I think it's our sense of humor. I think that, yeah. you know what I'm saying, we get, we so playful and we, we could joke so much that when we get told no, we turn it into a joke. So that, that side of embarrassment is non-existence when you yeah. know you could laugh Rejection, at all. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I get what but you're saying, man. shit, though. You got to look at it like that because you look in the mirror. I don't know if you think you ugly or not. You, you know what you look like. You got a, a wife and, and Yo, you know. She was the only one that said I was handsome. Well. No other woman approached me. Never. That's right. No. Not never. She, she was the first one and no, only one. The first and only. And the, the only ending one too. First slash my everything. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, man. I I agree, man, and I appreciate. Y'all bringing in y'all input, man. We hit our one hour mark, and uh, I'm just glad, man. My brother Earl got to come out, man, me and too, experience God. some appreciate stuff with you. me. Appreciate you, man. Josh, Earl, Jason, man. It's been another good episode, man. And yes, I hope sir. y'all come back next Sunday, uh, man. We love y'all, man. Peace, peace. peace.